Ladies and gentlemen, it's Nick here, editor of RETNZ, and today I am joined by the wonderful Jodine Clark, Head of Property Management for New Zealand. Jodine, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Thank you for having me, Nick. Pleasure to be here. Absolute pleasure. Now, Harcourts New Zealand has just won the Reader's Digest Quality Service Gold Award for Real Estate Agents. Congratulations on that. That must be an absolute massive deal for the brand. Yes, it is. Thank you very much. And it's um, the seventh consecutive year for us to win this award as well, which is uh, very exciting. That that trophy war must start uh, must be starting to get a bit full um, at the moment, oh, I yeah. imagine. Yeah, I think we need to reinforce it, to be fair. Fair enough. Now, Jodine, obviously property management plays an absolute key role um, to service and things like that. Um, can you tell me what contribution property management has has added to that? Well, I mean, I'd like to take credit for the whole award, but I think that would be the wrong thing to say, But um, because I am very single-focused on property management. But I think when you look at Harcourts as a brand, and I think very evident when you have people come in from outside of our brand, um, the amount of support and training that we give them, I think that's probably paramount to our success with property management. Um, I would say that it's really the um, training, like I said, but... Having been in this industry now for around, well, just a little bit over 30 years, traditionally property managers would come into a business. They'd often be maybe a person in real estate who didn't quite make it. Um, and they would just get in, throw in a portfolio and say sink or swim. And unfortunately, this still happens now. What we do at Harcourts is we provide them a pathway to success. So they probably mentioned the Harcourts Way training, which is either a two-day course or four mornings online. All the support that we give them as well, online training, um, really wraparound um, training and support for them um, so that they aren't sinking at all and they're only swimming. So what kind of training is it that that, that you guys um, focus on? I mean, training is a big word. I know there's many elements to training um, and there's many aspects to it. Where are you finding is the most take-up or, or agents are really needing that, I suppose, that extra little bit of hand-holding? Well, we don't let a good pandemic go to waste, so we did a lot on Zoom. Um, we created over about 100 different documents um, over that period of time as well. But we did jump on Zoom, and we've kept that going. And so because we are um, right throughout New Zealand and offices everywhere, um, we've kept on, on Zoom, even for our property management, the Harcourts Way training, which is a two-day course, that is now run every two, maybe three months online, four mornings, and the same cohort travels through. So it's really important. They get to know each other. They can support each other. And then we also have our Kickstart or Property Management Activate event at the beginning of the year around four different locations around New Zealand. So Auckland, Hamilton, Christchurch and Wellington. And we have industry and non-industry speakers there, which is just um, a lot, lot of fun. It's a, we had 225 people attend last year, and I reckon we'll get another 250 or more this year, um, capacity allowing for that. Um, and we also have representatives from tenancy services come again. So we it's a great event, but then we also have conference in May, and we have a whole day dedicated to conference, and our Harcourts conferences are just legendary. They are amazing. So we have a whole day dedicated to that. We have... Um, BDM club meetings every two months, uh, which is great. We have speakers come in, we work together, we business plan together. We, um, I'm quite well connected, having been around for as long as I have been with other people, other industry um, speakers as well. So we've done a lot around time management. Um, gosh, even in the last, so 
in the last quarter and looking into next month as well, um, we've had property management in the Harcourt's Way online. We've had, I spoke at a Ryan Real Institute of New Zealand event the other week, yep. and then I yep. came and presented that on Zoom for the network. I'm doing some residential tenancies at training next month. We've done time management with an industry expert, time management with me. Um, I guess I suppose you could say I was an industry expert too. Um, two business development club meetings and uh, we've attended the Tenancy Masterclass Conference as well. A lot of us attended that and we took out some of the biggest gongs on the night with Harcourts, Cooper & Co as well. So I think that's kind of most of what we've done. So it's just a quarter as well as our comms and all the other things that we do. And then if someone needs individual help, office visits, I'm going to, you know, so we go around the country as well and do other um, training purely with the officers based on what they might need. Okay. So, so a lot of training. Is what I'm hearing. Um, All the training, anything, you know, so I try to listen and see what they want. Sometimes I, I think I get it right. So, yeah, we, we respond um, as appropriately, particularly when in the past few years there's been so many changes with so, legislation. Yeah, and, and we'll touch on that. And I want to talk about awards and tech, and we were talking off there about metrics and data and things like that in a second. What are the, um, I suppose, the biggest hurdles or the biggest, what what are the property managers? Where's the focus at the moment? What is what is the one thing, if there is one thing, that property PMs should be focusing on, or could be focusing on more, or that you're just seeing as a common common theme? One of the focuses for me is probably around the time management thing, just to make sure that people. I think in property management, people can catastrophize things, and yeah. that I always say, you know, you're not saving lives, and if we are, they should have run the fire department, not the property manager. Um, but there is a big focus around them, making sure that they're equipped. And time management is a funny course that I do because I don't really talk about their ideal day. It's nice. more about the training and the way we approach things and, commu and communications. Communication is the most important thing there. But I think also um, from our leadership group meeting um, that we had in September, that came out around the Residential Tenancies Act and the lack of knowledge potentially that all, not necessarily lack of knowledge, but how they could improve that. And so, again, responding to that, we're doing more and more training. I think that's starting in December. And I think I'm going to run that through next year, every few months, um, and really focusing on that. And we do a lot of that education around through our news, landlord newsletters, uh, tenant newsletters as well, um, because it needs to be, I suppose, if someone said they didn't like legislation, it's like, well, you might not like legislation, but the more you know it, the easier and the easier your job will become because it's not, you're the messenger, not the message. Exactly. And messages. Definitely. And I do want to touch on that communication part between um, PMs and and owners and, uh, and, and tenants as well, because I think it, it'd be interesting to see how that communication with tech and managing your day and platforms and things like that. But you just hit the word legislation. Now, it can be I own property as well, and I have to admit I don't want to know about that all that kind of stuff. But unfortunately, you have to because there are things that property managers have to do. They're governed to do it. Um, you guys, are, uh, New Zealand, sorry, uh, there is some stuff happening in legislation at the moment. Um, briefly, can you tell us a little bit for those who may not have heard um, about what's going on? What's well, most of our legislations, our legislation's through now. So most of it's through, which is good. Um, so um, although there may be some changes with the new government, they might roll back some of the changes that have already happened. Um, so we'll wait and see. Um, you know, I try not to have an opinion on that, but we'll wait and see what happens there. Um, but most of the changes have already come through. So this year they came through with the assault and family violence. So we've responded with training around all of that sort of thing. Unfortunately, the family violence, we've had a few more cases than what we were anticipating. So that was something we had to know about. 
Um, but then going forward, um, it's all pretty much cemented there. What we are having, though, is regulation, which we are very, very supportive of. And when I say we, I'm speaking for the Real Estate Institute of New Zealand sector group, the Residential Property Management sector group, which I'm very lucky enough to sit on, and then also for Harcourts. Um, so we're very, very supportive of regulation for our industry, which will mean our property managers will be licensed, much like they are in Australia. Yes. They will be supervised, much like the... So for the real estate salespeople, people listening today, um, very much like that program. You'd have continued professional development, yeah. you'll have licenses, you have to pass a fit and proper person test. Yeah. Um, as I say to my property managers, if real estate agents can do it, so can we. Yeah. So um, that should be and have trust accounts and do all the things. Actually, a lot of it Harcourts is already doing. So none of it's scary for us, but very, very welcome. Um, and we need it in our opinion too. But I suppose for any property owner or landlord that's watching this it's really important to have someone that like you said is a fit and proper person is licensed is um you know, following legislation is on top of it because it's your biggest asset isn't it like you're looking after someone's yeah. asset it's not a pair of shoes um it, it is biggest asset. i do want to touch on the relationship between sales agents and property managers might leave that one till the end um but i yeah. but awards coming back to awards the readers digest um mm -hmm. awards how important are awards in the industry? But most importantly, what does that mean for a homeowner? What what would an award mean for a homeowner that's watching? Well, how important are they to the industry as well? It's like um, you could say that they mean everything. It's, um, and it's really funny because you'll have businesses or you know new people come into Harcourt's like, oh, you know, whatever, when you talk to them about the awards. Yeah. And then like a property manager um, called me the other day because her, she's finally made the top 10 in the region. Okay. And she's like, how did I get there? What do I need to do to get higher? So it's it does actually really um, drive performance. And the thing with um, not just the awards, it gives us benchmarking data. So again, we can turn around and say, actually, um, you no longer in the top three, your 0.34% arrears is just too high. I literally had that conversation with somebody once. So it drives performance about all the key things that actually landlords care about. Landlords want their rent collected. They want low vacancies, um, and which goes with the lets as well. So those are the metrics that we, we, we track, as well as looking at other things too. And so we can actually look at it. Um, you can see where the rent reviews are outstanding, inspections might be outstanding, those sorts of um, data and tool that we hand to our um, office as, as well, but they also have that information. But through the awards and the benchmark, and we, we track what matters to landlords and we drive that. It's um, strong excellence. Mm. But that's a big thing too, because look, I've come up against it and I've won a slew of awards in my time. And for me, it is, you know, when you're in that room and, you know, you're up there with all your colleagues and competitors to get the win is a big thing. Yeah. Um, it's a big thing for us. Uh, but then, as you mentioned, when you are sitting in front of a potential landlord and you say, look, I am in the top 10 of the group or the country, um, what that means is that's based on, you know, arrears next to none. Yeah days on market and things like that. that's what an owner cares about and it's the industry or the group giving you recognition so it it plays a key role and do you have any suggestions how agents can market those wins oh look they they do um and we have um different awards now for individual property manager but we've just started this year for the pod for the team award and so as soon as they win, they promote it. I was just on Facebook um, yesterday and I was seeing my face popping up on their pages because I get to hand out the awards, which is awesome. Um, and so 
they're really proud of it and it does get really competitive but they're also really supportive um and also the right the real estate of new zealand awards are very similar to ours and so that would be the most coveted awards that we would um win and we have outstanding performance so if we don't have um i know one year i had finalists in every category um and i get very disappointed if they don't i think i missed maybe one this year um but we do really well with those and it's really really important and the thing with the with rhymes as well though we get to write about what we do whereas of course for harcourts you can't write something about yourself and win me over that way that would be inappropriate but we're just with the numbers and facts driven with harcourts yeah. but it's um but that's really important to us we also um at the tenancy masterclass conference um last week we took out three gongs there as well manager of the year property manager of the year and administrator of the year for the franchise yeah. um so that was a sort of that only just started so that was a good accolade for our harcourts cooper and co as well and i mean accommodation center i think is it five years that they won the large office with Rhymes in a row and their property manager of the year as well. I mean, it's just outstanding. And it keeps driving success because you'd never want to be the one in the team to let everyone down, would you? That's the thing. And what I like about those kind of things as well um, is it's not, look, it is getting to the finalists and the, acknowledging your work and, you know, part of the night. But what I find, what I love about even writing the submissions is, it's almost like giving yourself a bit of a pat on the back. It's like, you know, we've worked hard this year. And for a lot of people, that's what for agents I talk about. It's like enter these things because whether win, lose or not, it's give yourself that time, that pat on the back because, you know, property management, it is at times one of the most difficult jobs. And I'm talking from a sales agent point of view. We all know how sales agents and property managers um, interact sometimes is Moving forward, what's the, is there a relationship change with sales agents and property managers or sales agents who want to start a property management division? Is there any tips or tricks I, to give cohesiveness? It's so important to have a great relationship with salespeople. We were talking, so I was training yesterday, first of the four online sessions with you know 12 newbies into um, Harcourts and a few people who are new to Harcourts or brand new, like one month old in, in um, property management. And so we spend a little bit of time talking about relationships and prospecting and so on, and talking about the relationships with salespeople. And most of our new business would come from either existing clients or salespeople. Um, but just actually around that um, is knowing that we, are, you know, so if you get a referral from a salesperson, you're babysitting. That's actually their client. Right. And to make sure that, yeah, so the for property managers can do well to understand that and actually really look after that relationship because when they sell, that goes back to the salesperson or, you, or they'll never talk to you again if it doesn't, if it goes to somebody else. Okay. So but nurturing that relationship there, when you when they look at, when you see business development managers or property managers looking after those relationships with salespeople, yeah. um, that's where the growth is. And I think going along to the meetings, giving them, I think also, Giving salespeople the right information, there's no point turning up for a salesperson who needs to go out with their, you know, and, and have positive conversations and go, oh, this just happened, you know, this tenant went to tribunal or whatever, whatever. You know, make sure you're telling them the positive stuff. And I think we need to focus a little bit more on that as property managers too. So watch the conversation, um, turn up at the, at the meetings and whatever you say at those meetings is what they're going to go and repeat to um, landlords uh, or potential landlords. And, and um, I was just so going to... I was just going to ask that because that's not something that um, we did cover mm -hmm. off. But you and I have spoken off air about, you know, me as, as a sales agent and the offices and that that I was in. Is mm -hmm. it important for 
sales agents to sit in on a property management meeting and vice versa because like you said it's it's one office you're all working towards a common goal is there um look, i know some offices do mix the two but is there you know because property managers want to know about what's happening in the sales world because obviously they're dealing yeah. with the landlords and nine times yeah. out of ten if a landlord's thinking of selling who's the first person they talk to it's a property manager who's looking after the property so is there um is that something that you guys do as well or encourage as far as having that um connection between the two so not disconnect but, but but for god's sake if you're a salesperson don't come to the property management meetings i don't think that's a good idea you won't um but i think for a property manager to go to a salesperson's meeting i think that makes more sense i think because otherwise you know a salesperson will come along and they're going to have to sit there and listen to you know um what they will perceive as negative um potentially trinity tribunal hearings or arrears or this and that um, i'm sure that's going to be something they, they care about but us going to their meetings going perhaps even potentially on caravan with them have a look at the properties get those appraisals to them within 24 or 48 hours yeah. um all of those sorts of things that's it can take a lot of time but if you've got a dedicated bdm in your business that's what they can be doing and i think it's really important for us as property managers or our bdms to have a presence constantly presence so you're constantly in front of the salespeople. so or even just walking past them once a day or every couple of days so when they look at you they think of you because they don't wake up in the morning thinking today is the day i'm going to give my property manager a referral but yeah. if they see you they'll think of you and if you're you know bringing them after their open homes on the weekend doing whatever it takes being at the giving them the appraisals being at the meeting talking about things letting them know that you also want the a hustling and you want the new business yeah so on that because you just mentioned BDMs, is there what, what would I suppose the perfect? No, there's never any perfect, but what would a good property management department look like as far as a team? What what would or, or someone who an agent who'd like to start a business or people who are coming to Harcourts uh, from outside of Harcourts who want to start their own business or something like that or start a rent roll? I personally love rent rolls because they are an asset and you do have to protect them and look after them. Um, what would a good team kind of setup look like? Uh, well, I think it does depend because when you've got um, the larger businesses and the attrition that happens, so you could be having to grow by 30 to 50 properties a month just to stay where you are with it, with an established um, rent roll that is very large. Um, so you would very much need that dedicated BDM in there, always hustling and getting that business that comes in. Um, whereas some, it depends, I suppose, on the model. Some people are happy with a, a certain number and they just replace the attrition. Um, but, I mean, I do like the idea of having a dedicated business development manager because I think property managers otherwise get too busy. And you're talking about two different sets of skills. Yes. A good BDM is a salesperson, but a property manager looks after people they look after you know and, and a broken toilet was going to trump new business whereas a, um, the typical salesperson will like don't they don't care about the toilet they're off chasing the chasing the lead and so if you want to grow your business don't bog your bdm down with um with property management duties and they are again unless you um manage to find a unicorn and there are those out there but typically you have a property manager and a bdm to quite different people um, yeah, and yeah, diff different skill sets. And I often say that people bogging the BDMs down with letting the properties, and it's like, well, again, that's that's when the property manager can build a relationship with the landlord. You hand them over and get back on to the next new um, new thing. Okay. Hey, so you mentioned a little bit earlier about communication and metrics and things that you look at. How 
has tech played a role, let's say, particularly in the last 12 months? Um, I know COVID probably accelerated a lot of tech. Are you finding that tech helps a lot with communication and getting stuff? You're talking to someone who sold property management tech for five years. So, um, yeah, I would I have to say yes. So we have um, really incredible business partnerships um, and they, they develop a lot. They're just, they're, they're, they're part of hardcourts. We couldn't do the business without them. Um, so we're really, really lucky to have such great relationships. And some of these people I've known for a very, very, very long time, as you can imagine, having been in the industry for so long, and they do become friends. And it means that, I suppose with hardcourts, if we tend to use the same systems, um, we have a few, maybe a few using a few different things. We don't tell people what to do. Um, but um, but the most of us using the same similar systems, I suppose you've got a bit more influence, or but the relationship are really strong and so if, you know if there was something that needed doing we know that they'll do it they've, um, they've got good reputations good they have the same values as us so it has been really important um i think um they're constantly developing and looking at how we can do things better and one thing that's really important to us with the changes so with the privacy act 2020 so with what we're doing the amount of data we hold you know there's you know, there were changes being made to how we would process tenancy applications and we had the right partner alongside us um, as TPS, making sure that they knew exactly what we needed to do. They were having meetings with the Office of the Privacy Commission, as were we. Um, and so that's a really important partnership to make sure then that the end user just rolls with it and they're totally compliant with new legislation. So those business partnerships, that tech relationship is just so incredibly important. And that's and a big... the communication through there, that we can communicate straight through our platforms. Okay. And that's a big thing at the moment, isn't it? The the data and protecting data and making sure data is secured and all that kind of stuff. Um, yes. it's, just getting, it's just getting worse. Yeah. yeah, so it's about, you know, having those no print policies because if it's on... In online, if it's in this particular system, yep. we know it's safe. Right. So and so and that's really crucial. We have to be able to make sure that that's there. Um, we hold too much data otherwise, and so we're constantly looking at ways that we can improve that. Even just deleting the stuff that we don't need, making sure it's not there, and um, you know, working with those business partners to uh, help us do that. Um, so really, yeah, it's crucial. We couldn't we couldn't do what we do without tech. I mean, go back to the dark ages, it would just be hideous. I did say to a group of people, you say about attendance applications. And I said, you know, when I first started five years ago, they we we did have a system that you could be online but wasn't really working so well without yeah. doing the most paper base. And I said, imagine going back to that now and you sh you should have heard the uproar. <laughs> it was like, I, I just, did not I... imagine it. No, I didn't and I don't think I I don't think to any agent that's listening to this that is just starting out, you are so lucky because I started in 2004 and I did my license. And remember back in those days, you had to be able to, what is it, um, the ledger. You had to be able to actually take it out of this and put it in that on paper, whereas now we've got all these systems and stuff. But our CRMs back then was those A5 card things and your diary, that was your CRM. And it's just agents today have it so easy with all the tech. Um, yes, I yeah, I remember doing inspections, routine inspections with carbon paper. Now, you say that to some people and they don't know what I'm talking about because they're so young and, um, and good for them. But now it's all on an app. It just, you know, they can talk to it. It's just it's just incredible. And, you know, so I think for property managers, they need to embrace it. Um, whether they, you know, uncomfortable, whether they get someone to give you a lesson and ask them to speak slowly, get a young person to help you if that's a problem for you, but embrace it. Um, and I think going to be interesting looking at what happens with AI, 
um, and you know where that can help us and that sort of thing too. So yeah, it's exciting. It's an exciting area. Yeah, it's it's very exciting. It's always moving, that's for sure. But then, what else do we need to know in property management? Um, so I suppose my advice to um, property managers coming into the industry, um, make sure that you get the right training, have a training plan, um, even if somebody doesn't support you with that, make sure that you do. One thing I I get and that frustrates me no end is I'm too busy. So you put on some training, not you know, not so much for the hard course, but certainly um, happens I'm too busy to attend. You yeah. know, make that your priority. If you don't like legislation, change your attitude, um, get with it. And for property managers, you need to get qualified. Well, you don't actually, words not need to, um, but you should get qualified. It's a residential um, or um, New Zealand Certificate of Residential Property Management Level 4. Um, it's not that awful. I sat on the committee that reviewed it after I did it, and I think we made it even better. So um, it is the qualification that we have. If you're in property management, get it quite simple, get qualified. And I think with the regulation coming, with the supervision that people will need to have um, for six months, those people who will be the supervisors are likely to need to have that New Zealand Certificate of Residential Property Management. So um, with that, yeah. you mentioned earlier with your training with Harcourts, you have people from outside Harcourts come in. Mm. Does that mean that these people who are not currently licensed or have the, the current um, registrations and things like that in place, are they able to come along to your training um, training no, days? Um, so we don't we don't do that level four qualification. That that can be provided through other training providers. So that's independent from Harcourts. Okay. However, we're looking at regulation. There will be an entry level course that yep. property managers would need to do. Um, I'd like to think that we would be able to d deliver that or to have something to do with that. So, but again. Um, that will actually be under the REA, which is where, of course, um, salespeople sit. So, yep. so we have to wait for them to make all those decisions and then we'll see where we fit and what we can do. But um, uh, I know that I'll be able to deliver some of the training. I mean, even now I'm delivering an hour's worth of non-verifiable uh, non to a for one of our offices for their salespeople. So they're going to have to sit there and listen to me for an hour talk about property management yep. and they get a tip. So I'm able to, you know, I'm able to do that um, now. So I'm sure that some of our continued professional development will come under Harcourts as well, but only for Harcourts people. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Now on that, yeah. um, obviously everyone who's listening to this will know that um, it's it's gone out through RET. Harcourts are look, we'd love on behalf of RET and we'd love to thank Harcourts, particular Joan uh, Penny, who has been an absolute rock star. We're sending stuff through um, for the industry. Um, but not only that, with a lot of the training that you did mention, um, you know, we do feature that on, on the site um, quite a lot. So, uh, yeah, so keep an eye out for them over the coming years. Any training that you guys have got coming up that you want to push out or remind people, as you said, um, to, to get along, maybe book these out in your calendars. Um, so as you're not too busy, book them out in advance. Um, that would be awesome. Jardine, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. I really appreciate everything. And I think the last that I've got from that is training, training, training. Um, mm -hmm. you know, get Great. training, get to awards and add that value. Thank you so much, Jardine. Thank you, Nick.